Hey everyone, welcome to the seventh episode of Learning Metadata for Publishing. I'm your host Luna Tan. After a break of recharging, I'm back. In the last episode, we talked about how to describe the title of a book with three types of vocabularies that are widely used in the publishing industry: Onyx, Schema.org, and EPUB. Publishers use these three different vocabularies to describe a book's title in different instances, which is like choosing the right dictionary to describe the subject for a specific circumstance, so that it works the best to the audience, the parsers, and search engines. In this episode, we're going to talk about XML, which is, as you may already know. Extensible Markup Language. XML plays a very important role in the IT realm, and it's imperative for the publishers, especially those who work on digital content, to have a solid understanding of XML. And XML is the foundation to the understanding of a big family of many other markup languages, such as Dublin Core. Categories for the description of works of art, which is CDWA for short, encoded archival description, which is EAD, etc. XML was designed to store, exchange, and transport data. In the book *The Metadata Manual*, a practical workbook by Rebecca Wilbus, Amy Jackson, and Ingrid Schneider. It writes, XML is a markup language used to store and exchange data behind the scenes, and is known for its simplicity and flexibility. This feature of XML to store and exchange data differentiates itself from other sorts of markup languages. For instance, HTML, which is hypertext markup language. HTML was developed to be in charge of how content looks like in a web browser, which is about the display of web page content. While XML, as W3CSchool.com describes, was designed to carry data, which focuses on what data is. Dublin Core. One metadata schema to define how XML should be used in one specific instance, especially the 15 initial element set, was created to describe and identify the content due to the rapid expansion of the internet. People just realized that the internet would contain massive information that goes beyond any catalogers and abstractors' processing ability. So we need a set of unified, simplified, and standardized language to identify all the digital subjects. Therefore, XML focuses on what data is. XML tags are not predefined. In HTML, all the tags share the unified definition as they were created in the very beginning. For example, we have the head tag, presented by two angle brackets 
wrapping around the text head, and we use it to open the element of head. Then follows a slash to close the element. We have the body tag to define the content of the HTML document. We have the title tag to define the title h1 to h6 to define six different levels of headings. So different font sizes will be designated to different levels of content accordingly. Paragraph tags to tell the parser where to start and end a paragraph, so that we can see the space before and after. All the HTML tags are predefined. XML tags, however, are not. Thus. You are unlimited to create any tags that make sense to your needs and the context of your documents. Think about two markup. Think about two markup examples where we're going to define the bestseller becoming by Michelle Obama. We can define the book title as book or title. We can mark up Michelle Obama with a pair of tags, author or creator. These two different XMLs do not do anything but are just information wrapped in tags for storing and exchanging. Though they use different tags to mark up the same elements, becoming and Michelle Obama. In example one, we use book and author. In example two, we use title and creator. They may both make sense to the markup creators and the specific document contest. Likewise, we could wrap up becoming with tags like bestseller, backlist, recommendation, or any other tags that fit our needs. XML is very flexible, designed to both human readable and machine readable. Thus, you can design your own tags, but there are several rules that must be complied with in order to create a well-formed XML document. And this will be the topic of our next episode. I hope you find this episode helpful to give you a general image of what XML is. Don't hesitate to let me know the questions you might have and the topics you want to talk about. You can find me on my blog website, Learning Metadata for Publishing, or my podcast on Anchor and iTunes. You can also access all the episodes on Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thank you for your listening and sharing. I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't hesitate to tell us your experience of working with metadata and how metadata come into play in your publishing world. I'm your host, Luna Town. <laughs>